Welcome in to a special edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning. I'd like to talk about this Pluto-Saturn conjunction that's going to be taking place officially at 10.03 a.m. Eastern Time on January 12, 2020. Now, the reason we're looking at this so far ahead and focusing on it so much is for one reason it only happens like this once every 500 years. Now, let's just stop with that. Why is that? It's because Pluto, being the slowest moving planet on the chart in the sky around the sun, takes 248 and a half years to go all the way around. Saturn takes about two and a half years to go through a sign. It takes 29 years-ish to go all the way around. That's why you have your first Saturn return. You start looking at it at about 27 and a half, 28. The energy varies for different people when it peaks. And you know, some people, I am one who really didn't have much happen uh, during the first. Had a lot happen during the second. And that's 58 and a half, 59. I know people who have uh, left relationships, changed jobs, moved, etc. during their Saturn return periods. Well, what we have here is Pluto and Saturn on top of each other. So it's like you get one and the other. And they are the two planets of transformational work in our chart. The Blues Brothers of transformation. <laughs> Think of Belushi and Aykroyd when you get that image in your mind. They are on the prowl. They are looking to find places to do their work, just like Belushi and Aykroyd. And that work is transformation. It's aligning us with our sole purpose. That's what Saturn is all about. Saturn is known as the karmic lord of discipline. It's discipline in the sense of just getting us aligned with our purpose. This stuff isn't bad. It's just that often we're off wandering in no man's land, and these guys are just trying to get our attention. That's probably more than half the battle, is if we just get conscious to this, then we can work with the energies in ways that it, they're trying to bring us into alignment. And then I guess there's some stuff that just unfolds because it's karmic in the space. And yep, this is highly activated. So if we were looking at a chart over on the nine o'clock position of the wheel between nine and 10 sits the 12th house. And on that morning in the United States, that is where all this energy and this conjunction is going to take place. The 12th house is the house of endings and completions. It's historically the unconscious being brought to the surface as conscious. In ancient astrology, people would wince when the 12th house came up because it was a malefic house, house of pain. If you had Mars in the 12th house, look out. If you had Saturn and Pluto in the 12th house, I. Don't stand next to that person in a thunderstorm. <laughs> it's like, you know, if there's a ladder nearby, let them walk under it, don't you? I mean, it's that kind of aura. Now, I don't believe that. 
I don't uh, interpret the 12th house that way. I look at it as like my other podcast, the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. If it had a house, it would be the 12th house. Because what that whole conversation is or what that podcast was about was a journey that I went through, a process that I'm still going through of changing everything in my life, triggered by uh, a second divorce, very unexpected and just, wow, where did this come from? And it was a wake-up slap. And Saturn was not so involved in that, but it's been a, a, you know, a decade-long journey of just finding new ways of living. And one of the things that I wanted to find was spiritual symmetry. In other words, we knew that the physical laws of the universe are so precise, right? We, we know exactly what, what time the sun is going to go down this evening. Why, why are not the spiritual laws that precise? Well, they are, and it's called astrology. And the more I'm getting into it and learning about it and studying it and applying it and working with it, the more brilliant the system is and just have started to scratch the surface. It is so exciting how, how deep and wide astrology is. And when you have something that only happens every 500 years, and it deals with massive transformational work, then to me, that's time to just sit up and take note. How do I align with this? What are we talking about? So one of the things that we're talking about is all this stuff that people are going through. I mean, how many posts have you looked at online? How many things have you seen, uh, friends, family members, etc., who are hurting? And this really culminated for me this week when I picked up Facebook, and there were three people in Aspen, Colorado, where I spent three years recently, uh, who had committed suicide in the past couple of weeks. And then a fourth person a month ago. I knew the fourth person. So this was a real in-my-face wake-up call. And then the day after learning that, I picked it up again, and there was another person who I did not know. Somebody from a place I absolutely love, Australia, had lost someone in their life. And it was a a young person in uh, like late high school or early college age apparently. I'm just like, okay, this is super serious. If you've listened to this for any length of time, you know that I really don't go digging into the future to try to figure out what's going to happen, because I think free will and free choice, both individually and collectively, can alter reality. I firmly believe that. And I also believe that the chart somehow mysteriously and miraculously knows what that choice is going to be. I don't know how it all works. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I know there's beautiful synchronicity here, and I know we are powerful, imaginative, thought-based creators over here. And you just put the two together. Like I said yesterday, it's like if we know there's a hurricane approaching the coast of Florida, you can count on several things. Bumper-to-bumper traffic on the interstates, 75 and 95, trying to get out of the state. Jim Cantore standing out in the wind on a beach somewhere, uh, looking like it's howling and doing his reports on the the Weather Channel, and people surfing. (laughs) The naysayers who are like, we will be okay. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. We're going to go hit some waves. 
And that's the way that I'm looking at this. This is an opportunity of a lifetime, and we need to surf the waves. So this is about bringing the unconscious conscious. That's the 12th house. This is about, uh, it could be some endings. I've already seen relationships ending, lives ending. Jobs are going to be ending. People's location, geography, ending one place, starting a new place. And it's about rock-solid foundational structure. That's Saturn. You know, Pluto will transform, period. When it's in Saturn's shadow, it's going to transform around things that don't have good structure built in. And when we mix the 12th house into that, things that need to be removed or changed are going to be changed. So the best thing to do, I mean, can you resist a hurricane? Can you try to keep the waves down when there's a hurricane offshore 200 miles out? So rather than resisting it, it's best to just work with it. If you're not resisting it, then you're just allowing it to happen. So for you, what does that mean? If it means putting on your swimsuit and grabbing your board and running out into the water, great. If it means shoring up your your uh, beachfront property with boards and sandbags, great. If it means getting your family in the car and getting on the interstate early before the traffic mounts, do it. These are all decisions and, and things that we have to decide what to do. How do we navigate the current environment? And it might be that there's no storm. <laughs> How many times does that happen? Not so much with hurricanes, but certainly with more regional weather forecasts. So it could be that you just don't have any storm. Congratulations. But if there are areas of your life coming up and out, if friends of yours are going through tough, you know, maybe one of the things for you, your purpose is to be a shoulder for somebody who is going through a massive struggle. I mean, I wasn't close to this person I knew in Colorado, but goodness, you think about where were, where were people to lean on? Where was somebody to call? Somebody to come over, somebody you could go to their place, just being open, more open and available because we are conscious and we are aware of these things. So just say, hey, if you're hurting, give me a call. I'll talk. That's part of realizing the magnitude of this energy. Okay, let's walk back in history. I think we've painted enough of that picture. The last time this happened was in the year 1518. And just three months before that, Martin Luther nailed his thesis of 95 points to the door of the church, stating that the people were going to be taking over uh, worship and religion. Now, the Catholic Church didn't go down without a fight. But see, this same kind of stirring was going on then because all of this energy shifts from Capricorn structure to Aquarius rule of the people. Martin Luther was just riding Aquarian energy. And a lot of people today are riding that same Aquarian energy. We're starting to see it unfold. We will see more of it. But that's exactly what happened there. And that shifted from oppressive rule of a 
very controlling, Saturnian-esque entity that told you what to believe, where to put your money, and then if you did everything right, you would get to go to heaven instead of hell. It's quite a message, quite a control tactic. Still being used today, but at least Martin Luther shifted that to where it was not unidimensional. All right, let's go back to the previous time this happened, 1284 AD, (laughs) 1284, and we find Pluto and Saturn together again on Christmas Day this time. And what that did is it ended the official period of the Dark Ages, and over the next about 30 years, so think about three decades, 2020, 2030, 2040, all the way up to now 2050, if that played out for us, it ushered in the Renaissance. So could we be under such a macro spiritual and cultural shift? It's possible. History says it's possible. Or was that just some random coincidence that these things happened at these particular times? Well, we could look at one other because Pluto doesn't make it into Capricorn that often, so we don't have many to pick from. So the last one of those where Saturn went through, I mean, sorry, Pluto went through Capricorn, which is Saturn's home sign. That's the significance of Capricorn. The last time Pluto was in Capricorn was in the period around the late 1660s into the mid-1770s. Do you remember what happened then? Those of you listening in, in America would say, absolutely. That was the Declaration of Independence. That was the separation from, that was the declaration of the separation from British rule. Of course, we had to fight for it for another six or seven years. And see, that's where these things are slow moving because Pluto moves so slowly, Saturn moves slowly. This is not a tweet. This is a long haul game. And that's what we're in. All right, there's more. Let's look at where the North and the South nodes are right now which is the south node is in Capricorn, go figure, and the north node automatically across the chart is in Cancer. We've had three of those in my lifetime. One was in the early 1960s, another was in the early 1980s, and another was in the early 2000s. So during that formation, which is accompanying this Saturn-Pluto that we've been talking about, JFK was assassinated. The United States went into a big, massive recession. The oil market basically collapsed right after that, uh, that positioning. And for the third time was the, the attack on the Twin Towers in New York City, the infamous known around the world 9-11. So that energy is in place, back with us again. And... I told you yesterday I, I, and Friday I was mentioning there's, there are some bonus, there's some bonus stuff here that I haven't talked about before. Also, coming up this fall, in fact, coming up just in a, a week or two, Mars will move into Scorpio. Jupiter is in its last wings of Sagittarius, its home sign, and Saturn is at home in Capricorn. Now, I want to uh, give a shout-out to a guy on Twitter who uh, tipped me off to this, S.J. Anderson. If you guys are looking to build up some fo- uh, people to follow for astrology on Twitter, there's a whole community on Twitter 
that does nothing but talk all day long about astrology. And if you just search Astro Twitter or just uh, hashtag astrology or Astro Twitter, you'll start to find these people. Or just link up with guys like this. His name is S.J. Anderson, and his uh, signal is, uh, what, do we, what do you call it, the ampersand? Uh, as, you know, I'm 60. Come on. <laughs> Get off that. I used a manual typewriter in college, and when my first job in television news, you better believe it. Um, ampersand, started with a rotary dial telephone. I know what one of those feels like as well. S.J. Anderson 144. All right. Says he's out of Austin. I've not made communication or contact with him, but uh, we're kind of pinging some stuff back and forth and it's been fun. He tipped me off to this. And that's another one of the things I've noticed is the consciousness wants to be revealed and it it has immaculate timing when it does it. But this formation between Mars and Jupiter and Capricorn, as he was saying, only happens every hundred years or so. And then it takes a 400-year break. And he said, we're about to hit the third occurrence of this since 1841, the last being in uh, 1959, which was the year of my birth. What happened right after that? I mean, see, the, again, not slow moving, nothing right then. But four years later, three years later, JFK was killed. A couple of years after that, full-on into the turmoil of the 60s, that was a pivotal shift. And as the shift was happening, did it go down easily? No. So we do have a lot of historical markers and correlations to go with this. And that's where I think the key elements here are, A, regular spiritual practice, B, just conscious awareness, C, a good support system, and D, that regular analysis of your life, that you're looking at these various areas and seeing what needs work. I did a similar version of this on my Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast and just said, if you can say with all honesty and just only to yourself that there is an area of, if there were an area in my life that needs work as far as foundation, solid foundation or structure, it would be X. Fill in X. And if you can fill in an X, that's where you go to work. And just start there and let the energy guide you because it will. And if I can help in any way, shoot me an email as well. I'm there as a resource for you. Info at funastrology.com. All right. There's your special edition of Saturn Pluto, the October update. Hope you have a great rest of the Sunday. And I'll see you tomorrow.